Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Three. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. And welcome, everyone, to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this Tuesday, the day in which Jeff Bezos took a little flight up to space. That was pretty cool, I got to tell you. Yeah, was... I'm not trying to take away from the achievement. I will never likely do anything anywhere near that cool, but... <laughs> Can you really call that a space flight? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I think of a space flight, I think of you're in space, and you're floating, and you're staying there for a while. Not a, hey, okay, we're here. All right, we're, we're going back down now. <laughs> well, what is the, what's the scientific definition of where space begins? I think he actually did technically touch space. Okay. So you got to call it a space flight. It was a flight to space. (laughs) It was awfully quick, I'll give you that. (laughs) Yeah, I was expecting it to last a little longer. (laughs) And uh, four on board, uh, right? Bezos. Oh, yeah. His brother. uh, An 82-year-old aviator, I believe. And an 18-year-old. I don't know anything about the 18-year-old. But is that true, the youngest in space, I think? Yeah, wasn't the 18-year-old uh, a last-minute sub? Sub. <laughs> well, yeah, because didn't they have one guy that paid his big deposit to get to go to space and then had a scheduling conflict? Oh, a scheduling conflict. <laughs> what? I can't go to space that day. How about Wednesday? <laughs> I got a thing with a guy. <laughs> Jeez. I, uh, oh, that Tuesday. Sorry, I'm booked. <laughs> it is so cool. Uh, 18-year-old Oliver, is it Demon or Damon? How do you say his name? D-A-E-M-E-N. Yeah, it was the person who, uh, who replaced the anonymous winner of a live auction who bid $28 million. <laughs> Sorry. And it was 82-year-old Mercury 13 aerospace pioneer Wally Funk. That is just so cool. Now, there are some who aren't happy with uh, what I have described on my social media as a, uh, a truly a, a, a triumph for America and a victory for American capitalism. That's the way I've described it. Some may disagree, but a buddy of mine just texted me said that was an Amazon Essentials space flight. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with Amazon Essentials, that's their store brand. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's 
It's like Sears Best sort of stuff. Um, I just thought that it's so cool. So here's what comrade Robert Reich, I can't do it like Rush used to do it. You remember him. He was the secretary, I believe, of education. Was it under Bill Clinton? I'm pretty sure that's right. Robert Reich. You know him. He's a little short guy. A, a, a communist. He, I mean, let's just go ahead and establish that fact. It's not funny. He's a communist. Well, it is a little bit funny. The descri- Short guy, communist. <laughs> you know the type. <laughs> he says in his Twitter, the wealth increase of just 10 men during the pandemic could fund vaccinating the entire world. But what do the billionaires do with that cash? They pour it into their very own space race. Billionaires will not save us. We need a wealth tax now. <laughs> he turns this into a wealth tax deal. <laughs> and, and so what was, of course, most entertaining, anytime you see these crazy tweets like this from these communists like Comrade Reich, are those who like to weigh in on the thread. And it's, it truly is entertaining. But uh, someone called Danielle Wegener, she says, we need an anti-money hoarding law. (laughs) Anyone sitting on enough cash for their next 18 generations to live like millionaires should be helping to feed those who are hungry now because it's the right thing to do for humanity. So I don't even know how to start analyzing how dumb that is. I, I can't, I'm trying to... <laughs> I mean, we could do the math with the power of compound interest, how little it would take to save, and if you were fiscally lucky... Did you say 10 generations or 18 generations? That might mean a little bit higher, but... Yeah, 18. It's still... That's not as much as she's probably thinking for 18 generations to live comfortably. Now, I guess she did throw in millionaires there, but... Yeah, like like millionaires is what she said. Of course, if the rate inflation's going, a million ain't going to be squat, is it? Of course, yesterday, President Biden says, pay no attention to those high prices. That's really not inflation. <laughs> no, no. You got to get up pretty early in the morning to get ahead of that guy. He's all over it. <laughs> An economic savant is the president. What an idiot. Oh, that's not inflation. <laughs> it's like, that's the captain of the Titanic right there, isn't it? All is well. Calm down. Unbelievable. You may not remember back. <laughs> I've talked about this before, but it, it bears repeating it. I can just see it, and it makes me laugh. But right after, uh, under President Obama, they passed that $887 billion so-called stimulus bill, which by today's standards is like petty cash, right? That's that's chump change. And he was addressing, a few months after that, addressing like in town hall format, just a, a kind of a speech to random citizens gathered about. And, and they were asking him questions. That's back when he allowed that and was more coherent as the vice president. They were asking him questions. They weren't feeling the love from that stimulus plan. They were still 
some out of work, uh, some still struggling to make ends meet, coming out of the recession and so forth. And he starts, he starts getting belligerent with them. He says, the recovery is working! <laughs> it's working! And he's, he's pumping his fist and, you know, and just almost a, a, a rage fit. It's working! Don't tell me it's not working! Don't, don't tell me you don't have a job, you have no income, you can't put food on the table. It's working! That's kind of what this is. Don't tell me that it's costing you four and a half a gallon to fill your tank up, or that everything you're buying to merely exist on this planet. Don't tell me the price is up. That is not inflation! <laughs> Get over it and like it. <laughs> but this is the way these goofy people think. That uh, someone else says, that's just rich people's toys. That's what that space stuff is. Zero vision. Do they not understand what we are on the cusp of here? How this has paved the way, not only for an entirely new industry of space travel, today billionaires, tomorrow the average income earner. It's coming. This is no different than only the rich at one point could afford, I don't know, vehicles, air conditioning. When I was a kid, you were rich if you had a dryer to dry your clothes. Otherwise, you had to hang them out on the line. And you were moderately wealthy if you had a washing machine. Color TV, that came about when I was about eight or nine. Only the rich had that, baby. Think about today. Everybody on welfare's got a color TV, a flat screen in HD, and internet access, and a smartphone. It's just, it's insane. It's absurd how that gets twisted and distorted. Brought and to they... you by capitalism. Exactly. Exactly. And it's the same thing here. This, we See, guys like Bezos, the reason he's worth $206 billion is because, first, he doesn't understand the word no. Second, he has a vision. He has an imagination. And he puts it into practice. And people say, yeah, okay, that's pretty cool. I, I kind of like that Amazon app that allows me to buy anything on the planet, it seems, and have it shipped to my door with a couple of clicks. That works pretty good. Oh, and all this software I've got that I use on my iPhone and so forth, that's pretty functional. Guess where that is? In the Amazon cloud. Hmm. That's how it works. We're going to step aside for a break right here on the show, and then uh, at 10.37 today, we had a scheduling change. we got Richard Cross, host of Sports Talk Mississippi, Mississippi Outdoors Radio at 12, and Miss Mississippi Volunteer and Miss Mississippi Teen Volunteer at 11.05. Stay with us. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and thunderstorms likely, high near 86. Tonight, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 70 degrees. Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms in the forecast, partly sunny, high near 89. And for your Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, mostly sunny, high near 89. 
This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at nodripms.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your Fresh Seafood Headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. The first place Mississippi Braves welcome interstate rival Biloxi Shockers Tuesday through Sunday, July 20th through 25th at Trustmark Park. Join us nightly at 6.35 p.m. as we wolf it up first on Tuesday with Bark in the Park, plus craft beer specials. Free tickets to military and first responders on Wednesday when showing badge at the Trustmark Park box office. And Thursday, Thursday with $2 beers and soda. On Friday, July 23rd, the first 1,000 fans will get a commemorative Embrace cap featuring the Mississippi State flag, courtesy of the Mississippi Economic Council. Saturday at 6.05, fireworks will light up the night sky above Trustmark Park, presented by Baptist Medical Group. And on Sunday at 2.05 p.m., it's Autism Awareness Day, presented by William Carey University, with special game-worn autism-themed jerseys available for silent auction. For a full list of upcoming promotions and to purchase your tickets, visit Mississippi MississippiBraves.com or call 888-BRAVES-4. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at MadisonCellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridgeland Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridgeland Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridgeland Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You're hearing The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks for joining us today. Super Talk Mississippi, the JT Show, Gerard and Rhino, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder, and that is indeed some fine music by Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones there. Appreciate that. Rhino, sympathy for the devil, bumping into this segment. I just think it's pretty cool. I I don't... uh, 
this guy is, you just cannot deny, he is an innovator. He is a capitalist. He has brought much good to the planet. It's undeniable that we're, we're better off. And he's just an example. I'm just picking on him because he's the richest guy on the planet, and he is the target of uh, much malignment because of that, such as Comrade Robert Reich. But how many people maybe knock a comma off of his net worth? Yeah. But they're still worth a lot more than, than you and I will ever be. Sure. And what they do for society without having their name in all the papers. Sure. It, but that, that doesn't cut the Because if they muster. didn't do something for society, they probably wouldn't have made that much money. Well, we've talked about it before. You're absolutely right. Society, the market, rewards value creation. It doesn't reward hard work. That's That's where... That's why the Democrats, in particular, are so wrong. Well, if you work hard, by gosh, you just deserve this, that, and the other. I think you said it before. All hard right, work well, makes it more likely to happen. Well, sure. Uh, raises the odds. Uh, well, it's pretty hard to generate societal value absent hard work. Correct. But it's not the hard work that produces the rewards. It's the value. You can work hard and fail. You can work hard and not produce a lot of value. I mean, I could send you out to the to the to the uh, the yard here, right? Just dig holes all day. That's hard work. I ain't paying you for it though. <laughs> See, that's the that's the problem. That people they forget about that part. So we never talk about value creation. It's always about hard work. Hard working American families deserve this and this and this and this. And according to Biden. They, of course, deserve child tax credits and free community college and free child care and 12 weeks paid leave and free health care and free this and free that just because they're working hard. No, it's not how it works. That, that's not, that is, uh, honestly, that's antithetical to free market capitalism. It has nothing to do with that. The two, again, you could certainly make the argument that it requires hard work, and I agree with that, to produce value, no question. But that in it unto itself does not generate rewards. But getting a little philosophical on that, but it, it's, it is a message that it, it's uh, a refrain, if you will, that's just constantly repeated. And, and of course, it's all, it, now under the Biden administration, it's, of course, it's uh, hard-working uh, union workers, so to speak. So you, you, your work only really qualifies as hard if you're in a union, because that's what gives them power. And that's what they like. They're going to have a messaging problem, honestly, I think, in the midterms. Starting to starting to think about that, especially in the swing areas. I mean, that's where it counts, right? you got those areas that you can go ahead and say, let's talk about the House, for, where everybody's up for re-election, all 435. You've got some seats, they're just safe, either party, no matter what, for the most part. It, of course, it's the swing districts that will make a difference as far as who uh, captures control, either continues control of the Democrat side or control is flipped to the Republicans coming up in 2022. But there's some issues, in particular in um, 
and I think the rural areas where you've got lots of swing state, uh, excuse me, swing districts, and they're going to have problems with this, I, I think. And you got the prospect of lockdowns coming again. Right now, Fauci and uh, what's her name, the not the CDC director, but uh, Walensky. Uh, what is she? Uh, yeah. Centers for Disease, yeah, it is, Dr. Rochelle Walensky. She is the CDC director. She and Fauci, they're testifying right now, folks, before a Senate committee on the Delta variant and talking about mask mandates returning. The other thing I think that's brewing out there, you've seen some institutions the one that comes to mind that's probably gotten the most attention is the University of Indiana, which has imposed uh, a COVID vaccine mandate for students, faculty, staff, administration. And that's coming under some challenges. What I've seen some legal experts say is that once these vaccines are fully authorized by the FDA as opposed to being authorized for emergency use. That sort of paves the way from a legal perspective to impose mandates even by government. That that becomes a, a higher legal threshold to argue against. And then I start thinking, just as the Democrats clamored that Trump was was pushing the FDA to authorize the vaccines for emergency use. And you recall, Biden and Harris even said, because Trump's behind this and pushing it, I'm not sure I'm on board. We got some sound. Listen to this. Let's just say there's a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election. Would you get it? Well, I think that's going to be an issue for all of us. If and when the vaccine comes, it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? You can be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency. You got to make all of it available to other experts across the nation. So they can look and see. So there's consensus. This is a safe vaccine. If the president announced tomorrow we have a vaccine, would you take it? Only if it was completely transparent and other experts in the country could look at it. Only if we knew all of what went into it. If Donald Trump can't give answers and the administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence. But if Donald Trump tells us I should t- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. There you go. So what do you think about that? Yet these are the same people today who are ridiculing and shaming and admonishing, scolding those, even suggesting that it's, it's those Trump Republicans in the red states that aren't taking the vaccine. Except the Kaiser poll seems to fly in the face of that because they did a poll asking vaccine-hesitant groups to identify themselves politically. And in the poll, 19% were independents who leaned Republican. 20% called themselves full-blown Republican. That that equals, what, 39%? Yep. The other 61% 
We're not Republican. It completely refutes their message. I saw that as well. If you don't know who Kaiser is, folks, I think arguably the foremost authority perhaps in the world on data, information, statistical content related to health care and health care policy. I've been following it for 13, 14 years, and it is a wealth of information. They're somewhat, I would say, left-leaning. Uh, somewhat, although they're they're fairly down the line, but on matters such as this, there you go. So it completely refutes that argument. I, I, I guess I'll say it again. I think if the goal, and I don't mind saying this, it's my opinion, and this is an opinion show, if the goal is to increase the rate of vaccinations, the best approach to that would be to have all political leaders, elected politicians, and public health officials just stand down. Just be quiet. I think the more they talk, the more they shame, which it just seems like every time they, they message, it just always comes out as somewhat condescending and, you idiot, you fool, what's wrong with you? I think the more they do that, I, I believe those who might be on the fence about taking the vaccine, they just they just retreat and dig in even deeper and say, that's why I'm not doing it. Something's up with these government people. It's government. It ain't Facebook. Come on. You guys, because you don't understand basic human nature, and I've always thought that about leftist and left-leaning policy. It's antithetical to basic, fundamental, inherent human nature. We got more on that later on. Geraldo had an interesting analysis. We'll be right back. We got Richard Cross, host of Sports Talk Mississippi, when we return. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Buckle your chin straps, because football is right around the corner, and that means SEC Media Days. Join the boys of Sports Talk Mississippi Live July the 19th through the 22nd as they break down all the SEC teams and coaches for 2021. Interviews, insights, and much, much more with Sports Talk Mississippi from SEC Media Days. Sports Talk Mississippi Live at SEC Media Days is brought to you by our friends at Colony Wine Bistro, Prassel Lumber, Pinnacle Motors, Tico Steakhouse, and Baroni's Tree Pros. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Hello, friends. This is Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. If you love agriculture and the great outdoors and you don't want to miss the exciting new Ag and Outdoor Expo, 60,000 square feet of everything for ag and hunting and fishing. All on display in the brand new Mississippi Trademark, August 6th, 7th, and 8th. Put on by the great folks at the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Shop great deals on the latest guns, gear, clothing, 
and equipment. There's fun for the whole family. The Axe Women Loggers of Maine, the Fetch and Fish Dog Show, and the Big Buck Contest, Mississippi's largest display of trophy bucks. And Saturday night, you don't want to miss the concert featuring national headliner Tyler Farr and hot Mississippi artist Adam Doliak and Hannah Everhart, along with Corey Smith. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, August 6th through 8th. For more information, visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a healthcare journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well child checkups to after hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. When it comes to a preferred vaccine for those 12 years old and up, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs shares their preference. We are far more enthusiastic about the Pfizer and the Moderna. And the reason is the efficacy is better as far as getting the two doses. It looks like, you know, you're preventing illness for that age group almost 100%. To be clear, we have not been able to verify a single death from COVID vaccine. But we've had almost 8,000 deaths from COVID. With uh, Johnson & Johnson, we haven't seen it in Mississippi, but there are reports of this weird blood clot thing. And then there's also reports yep. of Guillain-Barre syndrome now. So Pfizer and Moderna seem to be our workhorses. And an accidental shooting has claimed the life of a three-year-old in Newton County. According to WTOK, Sheriff Jody Pennington said the boy who was in a car with his sister found a gun in the glove compartment. It discharged and the child was struck in the chest. No charges will be filed. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. to the JT show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. 
Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. Joining us now, our good friend, host of Sports Talk Mississippi, Richard Cross, live from Hoover, Alabama. And he's at SEC Media Days. What's going on over there, Richard? Gee, I didn't know that there was a uh, I didn't know there was a dress code today. My apologies for leaving the coat and tie off. <laughs> well, hey, it, do you have a nickname? I, I just called you G. Does that? Oh, that's fine. Anybody? Yeah. Uh, okay. That's uh, sometimes my wife refers me as that. My uh, my children and their uh, cohorts frequently refer to me as the G Man. Okay. And that uh, that works as well. But yeah, I got uh, I got a board meeting after the show today, so I, I had to come addressed appropriately for the board meeting. I didn't want to confuse you into thinking it was for you already. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, you guys having a good time over there at the media days? We are having a good time. Uh, yesterday was a fun first day, kind of uh, easing into things a little bit. Uh, today you've got uh, Ole Miss coming in in the afternoon, so yeah. they will be here in the next couple of hours. Uh, so Lane Kiffin, uh, maybe the most highly thought of, uh, highly thought of is probably not the right way to describe it, but in terms of profile for returning players in the SEC, Matt Corral arguably has the highest of those, wow. uh, of, of the 24 players that are or 28 players that are going to be here. So uh, I think there's some interesting storylines that go along with Ole Miss. Uh, we've already had some great conversations with some folks that are going to be on the show this uh, this afternoon. Got a whole lot more of that coming up. So in addition to, to Matt Corral and Lane Kiffin, Jalen Jones from the defensive side will be here with Ole Miss. Mississippi State coming tomorrow. Uh, this is fun, man. And it's fun because we're getting close to football season. Right? Yeah. Seven weeks from this past Saturday. Hard to believe. What about any sort of injury reports. I know they hadn't started the two a day in the in the big nobody's hurt. Okay. Yeah. So no, at this no, point no more no. injuries in football. We've actually gotten rid of those. It's gonna make the game a whole lot smoother. <laughs> We're all gonna feel better about it. It's gonna help the long term health of college football. We're not doing injuries anymore. Okay. Well I'm glad to know that. So we can just get rid of this injured list and all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. We don't need yeah, that. Not gonna need it anymore. Okay. Uh, as far as I know, I mean if you're not healthy at this point of the year, it's somebody that you're either uh, have recovering from a, a full off season of you know surgery and whatnot, or somebody who is about to miss the entire year. Uh, maybe one guy that that is worth noting would be Jerrion Ely, who uh, running back people think a lot of chose not to play baseball this fall or this spring at Ole Miss. Yeah, uh, had surgery in the off season. Seems to be a hundred percent as they move toward the uh, the start of practice. They had a bunch of guys they held out. Ole Miss, I'm talking about in specifically, uh, out of the spring game. On the offensive line, some skill position guys. And, and not all of those were serious injuries. Some of it was just, it, it was such a weird year. Uh, hopes are kind of high about this upcoming season. There's a certain only a certain amount you can accomplish during the spring. Some of it was precautionary. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Matt Corral, was, he didn't go through the first two weeks of spring practice and then went through the spring game and kind of finished up over the last, you know, five to eight practices. So they were really careful with guys in the spring trying to make sure that they are healthy and ready to go when fall camp rolls around. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, so that's good news. Of course, yeah. when they get out there and start bumping into each other with them pads in August, it just seems like, and I, I'm not trying to jinx it, but it just seems like uh, almost uh, all the programs end up with somebody that gets a little banged up and maybe misses yeah, the happens. first game or something like that. Yeah, it's, it just does. All right, so yesterday, uh, Commissioner Sankey, mm. he uh, he had a lot to say <laughs> about what we might can expect with respect 
with respect to uh, possible game cancellations and then rescheduling of those games and, and had a lot of data about the vaccination rates of the various programs uh, across the SEC, the 14 schools. I think he said six have been, what, 80% vaccinated, I believe, and there's some rules about when you hit the 85% threshold with respect to protocols that have to be observed. What can you tell us about that? It was a lot. There was a uh, there was a lot there. Uh, first of all, um, you've done plenty of public speaking through the years. Uh, Greg Sankey does something, and really Mike Slive previously did something that drives me crazy. They like to start a speech with lyrics from a song. It's like that's what that's how they want to set the tone. It's a little bit of a pet peeve for mine, but it works for them. And so his song and his theme were Bob Dylan times they are a change. Oh my gosh! Okay. Um, it, it was a little bit of a stretch, but you know creativity and whatnot. Uh, Mike Slive was more. He would go with a historical cr- quote. He would either go to Winston. Churchill or Muhammad Ali or somebody along those lines. Uh, so, you know, one of the, the whole public speaking gimmicks. Oh, yeah. So the, the vaccination thing is strange. And, and here's what I think is coming. Nobody's on the record as saying this, but maybe some, some inside information here. The whole, if you get to a certain threshold, 85% or otherwise, that has been, um, it's been the incentive that NFL teams have used, Major League Baseball has used to allow travel, and it's what college football teams have talked about. Okay. Gerard, I predict that we are about to hear that go completely away. Nobody's huh. going to be talking about vaccination percentage thresholds okay. anymore. They're, they're going to couch the conversation this way. Okay. If you are vaccinated, you are free to live your life. If you are not vaccinated, we're about to make this so hard on you that you're going to want to either quit or get vaccinated. And I, I used the example yesterday. I mean, this and, and people can like that or not like that, but it's it's where we're trending in athletics, and it's where we're trending in some other areas as well. Yeah. And I used the analogy yesterday. I mean, it's it's the whole you know with the horse. Is it a carrot or is it a whip? I mean, you, you can you can decide. I think that schools are going to put some carrots out there. They're going to put some incentives out there for their student athletes. But the whip piece of it is going to be the uncomfortability of, okay, you've chosen not to do this, and, and that is absolutely your right, and your scholarship's still good, and you're still part of this team. But if you haven't been vaccinated, you can't travel. Yeah. Like, like you can't go with us when we yeah. get on an airplane to go play a game. And, look, I, I don't want to necessarily get into the debate of, you know, whether it's right morally or it's the healthiest thing or, or whatnot, but the bottom line is, if you want to participate in big-time college athletics, you're probably going to have to get vaccinated. Yeah, it seems like that's where it's headed. That, that's and where it's headed. Yeah, I, I agree with you. We've been actually discussing that on the program this morning, and, and I just feel like, and I, and I don't want to get into that much deeper, but I feel like that it's it's kind of bubbling up and it's setting up to become a very controversial matter in this country, and I don't think sports is exempt from that. Let's just put no. it that way. No, it's not. And I mean, the SEC, and look, most medical people are, are really pushing for it. And, yeah. You know, they, they say if there is a risk, uh, risk, the risk is so minuscule that it, it's worth taking the risk. And yeah. I mean, I, I certainly understand that. Those people are a whole lot smarter than me. Um, yeah, I, I've kind of joked about it. I said, look, I, I don't know exactly what's in that, that shot, but I'm pretty sure I put worse than that in my body before, <laughs> so let's give it a shot and see what happens. Uh, that No pun intended. I hear you. Um, but, you know, I mean, 
so, so that's obviously a huge, huge deal uh, yeah. in terms of that. And then the other thing is all this change that's happening with the uh, the NCAA. Uh, I, I'm not sure that there is an entity in these United States of America that has more incompetent leadership than Mark Emmert at the top. Um, and, I'm and, with you. I mean, it's just it's just the reality. I mean, I, you, I don't understand how you can lead a multi-billion-dollar organization and everything you do be reactionary. That that's not how you grow. That's right. not how you succeed. Certainly not how you lead. But that's how he has led, and somehow has managed to hoodwink the board of governors into extending his contract. I know. And it just doesn't make sense. I mean, you're you're trying to treat you know from a business standpoint, Gerard. It's you're you're trying to treat a Fortune 100 company in the exact same way. You treat a mom-and-pop shop with seven employees. Yeah. It, it doesn't work. I mean, you can't treat a company with seven employees the same way you treat a company with 13,000 employees, and that's the way the NCAA approaches it. And maybe that's finally about to change, but, I mean, too little too late in my mind. Yeah, I, I can just kind of equate that to my business experience of, of starting very small, a handful of people, to several hundred people. Yeah. Not didn't get to the thousands level, but had several hundred across uh, multiple states. It's degrees of institutionalization, and and that's what has to be followed as you scale the organization. The bigger you get, the more you've got to institutionalize that company. And uh, but that doesn't mean you, you have to abandon uh, sort of the intimacy sure. and the and the and the assets and the benefits of, of of keeping that sort of small company culture and feel. You can do both; they can coexist. But you can't but be you reactionary. Have good leadership if yeah, you're, you're going right. to do that. I, I agree. You do, and you got and set the messaging right. All right. So, anything else did he say besides uh, we got a break coming up? Can you hang with us? I want to hear what else Sankey said. Or you got to go. No, we're good. Okay. Well, we got a break right here. We'll come back. Uh, I want you to give us some more information about what the commissioner said and and your thoughts about the upcoming season. Richard Cross, host of Sports Talk, is our guest. We'll be right back on the JT Show. Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. 
This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. This is the Morning Agri-Market Report for the Mississippi Network. I'm Bob Sullender. Stocks are regaining losses from a day ago. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 548 to 34,511. The Nasdaq is up 147 to 14,422. And the S&P 500 is up 56 to 43,14. From the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton is up 247 to 89,18. And March cotton is up 237 to 88,72. At the Chicago Board of Trade, August soybeans are up 21.5 to 14,49.5 a bushel. September soybeans are up 28 and a fourth to 14.11 a bushel. September corn is up 19 to 5.75 a bushel, and December corn is up 17 and a quarter to 5.69 and a half a bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle are down 32 cents to 119.92. October live cattle are down 40 cents to 124.70. August live feeders are down 140 to 155.97, and September live feeders are down 92 cents to 158.12. For the Mississippi Network, I'm Bob Sullivan. Is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation focused on insurance or agriculture? Well, the short answer is both. The family of Farm Bureau companies are proud to offer our many members various insurance products, but we were established for and remain committed to our deep farm roots and our Mississippi farm families. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Farmers can't choose the weather, trade policy, or market prices, but they can choose the most advanced dicamba with confidence. Ingenia Herbicide has the lowest volatility of all dicamba salts for more successful on-target applications, and it's straight from the dicamba experts, BASF. So make the confident choice for your soybean crop. Talk to your BASF rep or authorized retailer. Ingenia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA restricted-use pesticide. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. back everyone the jt show super talk mississippi richard cross host of a sports talk mississippi over in birmingham at sec media days our guest continuing the discussion all right so uh, we talked in the last segment richard about 
Commissioner Sankey and uh, his uh, his uh, I guess comments regarding uh, vaccination and and so forth. Uh, so what what's this deal with? Uh, we're not going to reschedule any games. What is it? What's going on there? Why is that the carrot or the stick? Because it's one of the two. <laughs> I, I mean, it, that, that may be the stick. So yeah. so basically, if you think back last year. Um, one of the things is the season didn't start until October, which yeah. I think we forget. Yeah, uh, that you know we were uh, we were a month later getting started, uh, which made for some really great temperatures for those games. We didn't have that <laughs> sweltering True. September game uh, a year ago. Uh, but alas, so there, there were two weeks that were built into the schedule uh, because it was so unpredictable and the assumption was there were going to be postponements uh, because of positive COVID tests and, and whatnot. Yeah. I don't think that they've put this policy out officially, but I'm led to believe that the, the threshold this year for a team being shut down is going to be three positives in seven days. Hmm. So if you have three positives on a single team within a seven-day window, then you're going to look at a seven-day shutdown of a program. And if you have seven-day shutdown, unless it's on your open date, then you're going to end up with a game that you cannot play. Hmm. And they're going to forfeit them. Okay. Uh, and, and, and the rationale behind that is we're telling you to figure out a way to get your kids vaccinated. Yeah. I that, get look, it. But, but look here, being vaccinated or getting the shot, I understand that people go, it's not a vaccination, it's a yeah, whatever. Immunization. Call it, call it whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it does not mean with 100% that nobody's going to test positive for COVID. Right. I mean, we saw that in the College World Series with, uh, with NC State having to, to leave early. Yep. But it certainly gives you a, more of a, a puncher's chance. Yeah. Uh, and, and supposedly, again, I'm not smart enough to really know Gerard, but supposedly makes this, this Delta variant um, a little less likely. Yeah. Um, yep. so I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, look, I, I get and, and stand by people's personal freedoms and, and their right to kind of make the decision that they believe is best for them. Uh, and have talked to people that I'm close to that because there is, you know, one, you don't have FDA approval, and two, the clinical trials haven't lasted as long as they normally do, not even close on these things, that say that it, it doesn't make sense for somebody that's healthy. And, and I understand that at a, um, oh, I don't know, a, uh, a like an academic level. Yeah. Uh, but, but at just a common sense level, I, I don't know if it makes sense to, to continue to go down that road. Yeah, again, it's uh, it's a very contentious and very controversial issue that uh, I, I unfortunately believe is, is going to be even more contentious as we sort of see more of these kinds, as you, I think, very eloquently described as carrots and sticks. And that's exactly what it seems like the message is from Commissioner Sankey here. Uh, I think he said six of the 14 teams have hit, yeah. what, the 80% threshold, if I'm not mistaken. He, he, and I don't he noted think that in his either remarks. Mississippi State or Ole Miss are one of those six. They're not. They're not. So, well, let's hope everybody is healthy and we have, uh, a, we have what could be described as, I'm not going to call it a normal season. How about just a regular, uneventful, let's just play football season and enjoy the game? I think uh, certainly here in Mississippi, folks are ready to get back to that because, as you indicated, we got back to it in, in November, but we didn't have full stadiums, and we weren't able to go enjoy all the pregame festivities, et cetera. It wasn't the same. I mean, that's, no. that's why we do it. No, it wasn't. But we also realized we loved it so much that we were willing to go dance naked in the streets in celebration of quarter-passity stadiums <laughs> and games actually happening. Uh, so given, given where we were, 
Uh, I'm thankful for what we ended up with this year, our last year, but I sure am looking forward to being in Atlanta on Labor Day uh, for Ole Miss and Louisville on opening weekend. For that game two, uh, or week two with Mississippi State, uh, has NC State coming to town and you know, jumping into SEC play. Man, the storylines are so, yeah. so good this year. And you got two teams that are on the ascent. And, yep. and we've seen it when it's when it's gone the other way, whether it's either two teams that are in the basement or two teams that are on the downhill slide. That's not the case in Starkville or in Oxford this season. So do you anticipate we might uh, – we, we got two coaches there at Ole Miss and Mississippi State that uh, are pretty good with the words and <laughs> – and the fodder, might we see some jabs as part of their remarks on media days at each other? Do you anticipate that, or it seems no, like that's I, subsided? I don't think so. It's not I, as I don't big a think deal, so. I mean, I, I think first of all, those two guys like each other, yeah. Mike, Mike Leach and, and Lane Kiffin. Yeah. I think Lane Kiffin is going to be subdued. I, 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 I kind of hope I'm wrong because it'll make for an awfully fun afternoon and a fun rest of the week. <laughs> but I think Lane Kiffin is going to be boring today when, when it's all <laughs> I, said I think and done. You're right. I don't think Mike Leach is really ever boring. I, you know, I, I told somebody, could, could Mike Leach be coming at a time that makes any more sense than the day after Jeff Bezos tries to launch himself into outer space? <laughs> we got to go, but I want somebody to ask Saban if he's going to be the next in line to go up on one of those rocket ships. <laughs> there you go. Gerard, thanks Appreciate so much for your it, time. Richard See Cross, you, host of Sports Talk Mississippi, has been our guest. We got news when we come back. Miss Mississippi volunteer Rachel Shoemaker and Mary Kate Nelson, Miss Mississippi team volunteer and of course Major Johnny Paulus, Director of Public Affairs Division of Mississippi Highway Patrol they'll be in the studio, stay with us we'll be right back Home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090. I'm Chris Foster. A senior aide to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi tests positive for coronavirus after meeting with Democrats in the Texas legislature in D.C. pushing for federal voting laws. We're told he's had no contact with Speaker Pelosi since his exposure. The rise in coronavirus cases, hospitalizations, and deaths nationwide is not uniform, says CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky. Vaccine coverage varies by state and by county. Communities where people remain unvaccinated are most vulnerable and most likely to experience increasing case counts. She's been answering senators' questions this morning. There's word of a deal to settle opioid lawsuits. The three biggest U.S. drug distribution companies, along with drug maker Johnson & Johnson, are reportedly in the final stages of a $26 billion settlement, covering thousands of claims and lawsuits over the toll of opioids, the addiction, and overdose crisis across the nation. Fox's Jeff Manasso. America's listening to Fox News. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. 
Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Delta strain of COVID is impacting a younger demographic, and that includes children. While speaking with Hattiesburg Mayor Toby Barker, Dr. Anita Henderson went over some of the symptoms. Cough, cold, runny nose, fever, sometimes GI symptoms, um, sometimes rashes, and then fatigue. Younger children don't typically have that loss of taste and smell. And some of the children who do recover are having post-COVID symptoms. Fatigue and shortness of breath. In particular, I mean, I'm seeing in my practice teenagers who are coming in having had COVID six months or nine months ago who are still having issues with shortness of breast. Cases and hospitalizations continue to climb. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says they're not going back to halting elective procedures, though those types of measures aren't out of the question if things don't start changing. I'm Kelly Bennett. Coconut cream pie ice cream and imagine being stranded on a deserted island. Rich coconut French ice cream, flakes of coconut, tasty pie crust pieces, and a whipped topping swirl loaded with toasted coconut. You won't want to be rescued. The good old days are Marijuana Study Committee is considering multiple issues. Speaker Pro Tem Jason White. Who's going to administer the program? What medical conditions are going to qualify? What kind of physician, practitioner, patient relationship are we going to require? Is it going to be a guy you can just call on the phone to say, hey, I got some pain, need it? Or is it going to be a real doctor relationship? Dosage strength, form that can be used. It can be combustible or not. Number of licenses we're going to issue. Most states have required an ownership residency requirement for guys and girls that are in the business, so to speak. Where are we going to go with that? He says they're also looking at indoor versus outdoor growing, zoning, and taxation. The Biden administration is taking heat for encouraging social media platforms to do away with vaccine misinformation. Governor Tate Reeves spoke out on the issue, saying he believes in the First Amendment and free speech. He says the White House pressuring social media platforms to censor information they deem problematic is alarming and un-American. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. 
The Mississippi State Medical Association presents the Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala. Celebrate the COVID-19 champions who have worked tirelessly over the past year to serve the people of Mississippi. With nominees that include small, nonprofit and corporate businesses, education, community and military leaders, as well as healthcare professionals. The Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala presented by the Mississippi State Medical Association on August 14th at 7.30 p.m. at the Jackson Convention Center. To get tickets or become a sponsor, go to msmaonline.com slash HH21. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this Tuesday. It's raining outside, Rhino. I can hear it. Joining Trying us, to. it is joining us now in the studio. Miss Mississippi volunteer Rachel Shoemaker, Mary Kate Nelson, Miss Mississippi teen volunteer, and our good friend Major Johnny Paulus with the Mississippi Highway Patrol. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning, Gerard. How are y'all today? Great, doing well. Well, you certainly brighten up the studio. I'll tell you that <laughs> for sure. So, uh, appreciate you being here. All right, so. Uh, start with you, Rachel. How exactly did you earn this distinction, this honor of uh, being a Miss Mississippi volunteer? Okay, so the week of July 10th in Tupelo, Mary Kate and I both competed in the Miss Mississippi Volunteer and Miss Mississippi Teen Volunteer pageants, the first ever. Uh, we are the statewide branch of the Miss Volunteer America pageant, and we both competed in the categories of interview, talent, and evening gown. I did a swimsuit competition, Mary Kate did a fitness competition, and here we are as the first ever state title holders for the organization. Well, that's awesome. Thank, Thank you, you. Uh, for that. So. Uh, Mary Kate, just reading a little bit about your bio. So you're from Brandon. Yes, is that correct? I am. Yes. Went to Brandon High School. Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, so, tell us what inspired you to pursue this uh, distinction. Well, I really have a heart for people and I have a heart for service. And so, when I heard that we would be working with Mississippi Highway Patrol to help further the Mississippi Drive campaign. I knew that I wanted all in and I love being able to wear this crown and this sash and just go out and help people yeah. and that's, you know, really where it all started. Major, you want to tell us about the Drive campaign, what exactly that means? Well, absolutely. And 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 our hats are off to Steve Stockton and Ms. Tori Jackson. Uh, they approached us last year, uh, Commissioner Sean Tennell and Colonel Randy Ginn and myself, about the Drive program being part of the Miss Mississippi Volunteer platform. Mm -hmm. And we are extremely honored to have these two young ladies uh, help us promote this. As as you know, DRIVE stands for Driving Requires Initiative, Values, and Education. Mm -hmm. uh, this is something we, we implemented again this year just due to the fact of the high number of teenagers that were killed in traffic crashes in 2020. So uh, again, it's a really good 
campaign, big campaign that we launched statewide. And, and again, these two young ladies are going to take us even further with this campaign. Yeah, and, and, and much uh, respect and commendation to uh, you two young ladies for, for taking up this cause, because I, I think it's accurate to say that, that uh, most folks at uh, you, your ages really aren't that interested in stuff like this. And so for you to take an interest in this and, and make a difference is a really big deal. It's got to be rewarding somewhat, does it not, Rachel? Oh, absolutely. You know, we all, I've heard Major Polis say, we all have dreams and goals, but very seldom do we think about the simple fact that driving in an unsafe manner could be the very thing that keeps us from reaching those. So this is really important, you know. This is a pageant, but it's also a year-long life-saving mission is really what this partnership is about. So it's an honor to get to be the people that uh, further the mission. The Highway Patrol has done a fantastic job with this campaign since it started, but yeah. as Major Polis has said, we cannot make enough of these presentations. So yeah. we're very excited to keep doing that. Well, and, and Mary-Kate, uh, first, we want folks to be safe on the road. Every time the major's in, we talk about all, the, all those various challenges. We want people to be safe. But uh, in particular, uh, young folks that aren't very experienced at driving, they, they've got to be extra careful, shall we say. Plus, they've got their whole lives in front of them, and we want them to live full, rewarding lives and be productive citizens. How are you able to influence, let's say, your peers that are your age, Mary-Kate? Just trying to get my peers to understand that we may all be in the room as the presentation's going on, but the thought of... Major Polis having to go have that knock on the door and speak to our family members and say you've lost your child is yeah. just something that we really need to get across to teenagers because it's it's a devastating thing and while I don't have kids I can surely help kids relate to the thought of maybe not being able to see their friends the next day you know having those empty chairs in the classroom is just something that you know students really need to think about yeah so do you uh, do you feel like you're making a difference, Rachel? Well, we just got started. You know, we uh, were crowned on July 10th in Tupelo, but we've already had the opportunity to talk statewide about driving. You know, I've said if just one child goes home wearing their seatbelt that day, and maybe they didn't the day before, or one child chooses not to text and drive, it will be worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Major, how, how valuable is this to the Highway Patrol's efforts to keep our roadways safe? It, it, extremely valuable. And you know, Gerard, We've had many conversations about traffic safety, but what is so great about this partnership, these two young ladies bring a different perspective. Yeah. They're they're helping us in yeah. law enforcement because, you know, we can be desensitized sure. when it comes to what we do in law enforcement. The public, motoring public, is desensitized. So we're kind of taking a step back and watching these two young ladies Work yeah. and and give us information that will help us relate better to our young students across Mississippi and to help relate to our parents. You know, the drive program encompasses everything when it comes to to driving, and it's not just students. It's all of us. We all play a role in what it takes for everyone to make it home safely. You know, I, I just think back uh, a long time ago when I was a teenager and a teenage driver. I, I was much more likely to be influenced and uh, and heed the, I guess, the words and the advice and the information coming from my peers mm -hmm. than honestly than I would be an adult. Uh, and and it's I think that's just human nature for the most Absolutely. part. So I, I think it's really great that we we've got a, a, a wide variety of, uh, of resources and and uh, figures that are involved in this. Uh, so 
Rachel, you you got to be pretty excited about this, and and uh, I, I noted on your your bio that you in, intend to go to law school. Yes, is that sir. Right? Yeah, hopefully next year. Okay. And is there a particular area of law that you want to study? I'm actually really interested in working in public service, so this role okay. is actually preparing me for my career in that field. I had the opportunity to work for Congressman Trent Kelly yeah. on Capitol Hill, and I really loved. Um, seeing how a law degree could benefit me in that field. So um, that's what I'm looking at right now. Of course, I might change in the next few years, but I love the idea of working on behalf of the people working in public service, uh, going to bed every day knowing that I've done something influential for them. Absolutely. I, I, I wish you all the best, and I'm quite sure you'll do do well. And and Mary-Kate, what about you? What are your plans? Well, I will actually be attending the University of Mississippi coming next month, actually. It's hotty toddy. Hotty toddy, yes. <laughs> um, and my major is public health sciences with an emphasis in health science studies. Very cool. And then I want to go on to medical school and hopefully become a pediatric surgeon. Wow. Well, uh, that's fantastic. And uh, it, uh, certainly in our society, the, the demand for uh, medical talent, medical professionals is, is always there. And we're very grateful to uh, them. I've got some friends, by the way, that are that are pediatricians, include, including those that took care of my children. So it's uh, extremely valuable and uh, noble work. So are you guys – are you touring the state? Do you have a schedule of events, uh, Rachel, that you guys are pursuing? Our schedule is quickly filling up. We will be touring the state, promoting the drive campaign, but also the central theme of our organization is volunteerism. So you'll see us at various different events with no particular theme, um, just anything service-related, working to fulfill our mission. We have five points to our crown. We don't have it on right now because of the headphones, but uh, it spells out the word serve, and it stands for scholarships, education, responsibility, volunteerism, and empowerment. So everything we do throughout the year will be related to those pillars. And uh, do you guys tour together? Are these events uh, joint? Sometimes so we'll be together. Sometimes <laughs> we'll be apart. Um, we kind of call ourselves the one-two punch. We had a friendship before we were both crowned, okay. so we really hit the ground running and are excited to sometimes be together. Um, Mary-Kate's in Oxford now, and I'll be in Pontotoc, so we'll be close together and hoping to do as much as we can. So when you when you pursue these sorts of, of uh, competitions, it, it takes a lot of folks behind the scenes to help you out with that. Absolutely. Is it not, oh, Mary-Kate? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, we always say, me and Rachel both, say it takes a village to raise up a child and I can tell you the night we were both crowned when our villages came up and hugged on us and were congratulating us it was just a completely different feeling yeah Rachel anything you want to say to folks out there about the, certainly about the drive campaign we know I think it's going to be really really special to get this campaign kicked off we want to make as many appearances as possible so if you're interested in having us come speak to your school certainly reach out but you know like I said earlier if it changes the life of one family if I save one family the grief of losing a child this will be worth it and we are so thankful to the Mississippi Highway Patrol and our organization for allowing us this opportunity yeah and and Mary Kate uh, you've got I believe a little brother right we got just about a minute left you got a little brother that had some heart conditions some issues Right. Yes, my little brother John Thomas is five, but when he was six months old, he was diagnosed with a with a heart defect yeah. and has had to undergo multiple heart surgeries to fix that. So that's where my dreams of being a pediatric surgeon that's have gone. Awesome. Mary Kate Nelson, Miss uh, Mississippi Volunteer Team Volunteer, and Rachel Shoemaker, Miss Mississippi Volunteer, and of course Major Johnny Paulus have been our guests during this segment. We appreciate you guys coming in and thank you for what you do. Great thank work. You so much. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's an honor to meet you and have you on the program. Thank you for having us. Yes. We'll talk soon. We'll be right back with more on the JT Show. Stay with us.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and thunderstorms likely, high near 86. Tonight, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 70 degrees. Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms in the forecast, partly sunny, high near 89. And for your Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, mostly sunny, high near 89. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. The economy has put a lot of our plans for 2021 behind schedule. Back orders on building materials and appliances to finish the new home or remodel. And what about home security safes? You were planning to buy a Browning gun safe this year, but now shortages on all things gun-related have you saying, how do I get one? Well, Security Joe of Discount Gun Safe says, I can get you a safe. He has teamed up with the Browning Safe Company to release an emergency shipment of specially priced safes, arriving just in time for the July rush. Browning has limited quantities available but discount gun safe has 12 24 up to 65 gun capacity safes in stock and ready for in-home delivery with prices starting at just 6.99 we can all afford to protect our firearms and family valuables again visit the showroom of discount gun safe at 2636 old brandon road in pearl to see the largest selection of gun safes in mississippi or call 601-939-8233 that's 601-939-8233 Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, majesticmetalsinc.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, here's more. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino. We're in the studio on this Tuesday. Don't forget, today we got 
Mississippi Outdoors Radio. We swapped it around instead of uh, having the show yesterday. Had a little scheduling change, and it shall be uh, today. So that's coming up at 12. Looking forward to that. In the meantime, before we went uh, to break and then the last segment we were discussing uh, <laughs> this whole vaccination situation, and Geraldo Rivera <laughs> said that vaccine resistors are dopey. <laughs> That's what he called them. <laughs> I just, folks, this just is, just be quiet. I'm telling you, just this is a personal decision. Folks have a right to make it. I would recommend and encourage them to consult with their physician, someone in the medical field that they trust. Most everybody has a physician that they uh, that they see, and talk to them about it. And pay no attention to the junk you see in social media. And honestly, I, I wouldn't even pay any attention to what you're hearing out of politicians and public health officials. That, that shouldn't influence you one way or another, in my opinion. Don't let that run you off, and don't let that, that bully you into to doing it if you're not comfortable with it. Get advice from your doctor and, and, and encourage you to do so and, and, and uh, come to an informed decision. Rhino and I both indicated on the program we're vaccinated. I, I'm not sure anybody here... It's super tough. Isn't I don't know. We haven't talked about it. It's not any of our business. But except those that have offered it, I mean, just that information, they're free to do so. And yeah, we usually the the conversation starts with when you got the shot. Why did your arm feel? That's that's a good point. That's usually right. Um, and there's certainly not. We're not denying that there haven't been some reactions. We're not denying that some of those have been severe. I can, in, in terms of just my personal contacts that have had any kind of severe reactions, I can count that on less than a full one hand, honestly. And I know lots of folks, and I interact with lots of folks. That that doesn't suggest that there aren't more. I'm not saying that because people have lambasted me about that. It's just my anecdotal analysis. On the other hand, I can point to lots of folks that have been Deathly ill from COVID, including people, friends, relatives, who have, in fact, died. I can absolutely point to that. Now, what that means, I, I don't know. <laughs> you can take it for what it's worth. But at least here on this show, we're not going to browbeat you about it. We're not going to ridicule you. We're not going to shame you. We believe you have the right and I think I'm speaking for Rhino. I believe you agree with me on, on this point. I, I would take a, a step further and okay. say that I would shame anybody that believes some of these stories out there. That's true. If, like if, when, when the vaccines first came out and the lady in England had blisters on her feet yeah. and she claimed that was from the... It's like, uh, that's not how this works. Right. Or, or some of the other conspiracy stuff about little electronic devices in the, in the serum itself. And but yeah, but I fully support the fact that it's a personal decision, and it's a yeah. decision that you should make on your own. Yeah, I, I, that's where we are. So, you know, we were talking about just the uh, how capitalism as an economic system has improved the quality of life on the planet. 
Let's be honest about it. And it's those nations which refuse to embrace it, or even more importantly, did embrace it, but with a little wink-wink, it was really cronied-up capitalism is what it was, where you, you've got uh, an incredibly corrupt government that it honestly is stealing. <laughs> you just have to call it what it is. They're stealing assets and for themselves, for personal financial gain, and not allowing a free market to function. But several of our listeners were good enough to to write in. And, and so I just talked about the, the many luxuries, I guess, of today. They're commodities today, but when they were first introduced, they were luxuries. I just mentioned a dryer was one, air conditioner. Um, heck, power steering is another one, honestly. So some folks uh, also sent us some information about that. Uh, one person said, Stanley Lafayette says, I never had a hot water heater until 1972. I remember distinctly as a child visiting my grandparents in, in Cajun country in Louisiana, and you went to the bathroom outside in the outhouse. I mean, it just, there, wasn't, there weren't bathrooms inside, and there was no running water. There was a well and a pump, and I remember having to pump the well for water for, for drinking and, and food preparation and, and so forth. But yeah, there's just there's lots of examples of that, and and we could just talk endlessly about it. it. There's just no denial that human innovation and and human societal value it, it is at its best in a capitalistic society. And what people object to is folks like Bezos who just produce enormous value for society. They get rich doing it. But and and they 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 blast him right. They they uh, criticize him, and they just hurl all sorts of insults, like Robert Reich, you know, because he used his money, some of his money, to take this space flight. They just castigate him, but they've never been able to explain how what they achieved and how the wealth they received. From achievement, how that hurt them. I could give you a thousand ways they helped you, but nobody can ever explain how that's keeping other people down, how that is oppressing them and suppressing them from achieving their own and greatest potential. Can you think of how? How did Bezos make other people poor? I'm just trying to use liberal logic, so give me a second. It kind of reroute the brain into a circle. Uh, he doesn't pay his fair share of taxes, oh, so they can't okay. give me all the free stuff I want. <laughs> I think that's about as far as I can get. Oh, my gosh. Joe South of Meridian says, how many of the naysayers would sign up for a free trip to space? <laughs> so easy to complain against the wealthy developers. The one that really always kind of fascinates me is those on social media that complain about free social media. I don't like the interface. I don't like this. I don't like that. It's free. <laughs> you, what the hell? You're complaining about free. That is the attitude, honestly, that we have instilled in our society. 
You're entitled to everything, even when it's free. You're entitled for it to be styled and fashioned and configured to your liking, and it's free. I tell you, if you ever hear me complaining about anything free, please take me out of the studio and take me down to the, for some mental help because I'm sick. I've crossed the shark, and I've lost all my wits and human reasoning skills. You just don't complain about free. I'm just going to get a big bucket and write free on the side and fill it with water. And if you ever complain about something being free, I'm just going to run in there and splash you with the bucket of water. Wake up! <laughs> it's a body snatcher. Oh, gosh. Larry and Jackson says, I see it becoming a legal battle. He's, he's talking about the vaccination narrative. He says, that ship sailed. They push way too hard. They have never pushed anything that's in our benefit that hard. I hope it hasn't uh, sailed personally, and I, I still stand by uh, my position that government should step away. I just believe they need to take a rest. I don't think I think they're aggravating, not enhancing the situation. If the goal, in fact, is or at to, least step away from the microphone, get out from in front of the cameras leave the limelight and let the system work okay because without the government we would not have had work oh, speed we would not have had it roll out and have it available at every pharmacy and everything like that well thanks for the clarification and and what i mean by that is step away from the media step away from the constant just barrage of communication dr fauci i don't want to see him on tv anymore i don't want to see him in social media anymore i honestly i just think every time he does he just makes people mad. I think they just said, that's why I'm not getting that vaccine. Because, I mean, what's more likely to sell you on it? Dr. Fauci's preaching at you at a microphone at a podium a thousand miles away, or you go to the store and you walk by the pharmacy and the pharmacist's like, hey, have you had your shot yet? We got some lined up. You want to go? Five minutes. That's in and a, out. That's an easy answer. The latter, 100%. That reminds me of Saturday Night Fever right there. It's good, too. We'll come right back with the JT Show. Don't forget Mississippi Outdoors Radio at 12 today. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. Our friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. 
Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Our half-off, half-the-store sale at DNS Diamonds & Jewelry happens this Thursday and Friday only. Half of our store will be half-off, with 10 to 39% savings on the other half during this first-ever event. From rings to earrings, half of our store will be half-off. With savings you can't afford to miss, now is the time to get that special piece you've always wanted. Half-off, half-the-store, this Thursday and Friday only at DNS Diamonds & Jewelry, 144 Market Street, across from Amerigo in Flowood. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Delta strain of COVID is impacting a younger demographic, and that includes children. While speaking with Hattiesburg Mayor Toby Barker, Dr. Anita Henderson went over some of the symptoms. Cough, cold, runny nose, fever, sometimes GI symptoms, um, sometimes rashes, and then fatigue. Younger children don't typically have that loss of taste and smell. And some of the children who do recover are having post-COVID symptoms. Fatigue and shortness of breath. In particular, I mean, I'm seeing in my practice teenagers who are coming in having had COVID six months or nine months ago we're still having issues with shortness of breath. Cases and hospitalizations continue to climb. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says they're not going back to halting elective procedures, though those types of measures aren't out of the question if things don't start changing. I'm Kelly Bennett. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here, Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Attorney General Lynn Fitch. My office is leading a statewide initiative to provide you with the tools to recognize human trafficking. Go to AttorneyGeneralLynnFitch.com to learn more. Together, we can be the solution. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition. These SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. 
Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Super Talk Podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi news. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. It's so awesome! You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Come on! Let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. That's what they call acid rock right there. <laughs> Steppenwolf with those little glasses. Remember that he wore? Little glasses kind of down on his nose, a little wire. It's pretty cool. All right, we got a giveaway. Do it. Oh, yeah. Actually, I saw Steppenwolf at a concert, and uh, I was huh? a young man. It was the old Oli Putt in Tupelo where they had a whole festival where they just spelled the name backwards and had a good time. <laughs> but we don't have any tickets to that to give away because they did away with that long time ago. But on Saturday, July 30th, that's 10 days from today, you can catch platinum-selling rock band The Revivalists during the Twilight Concert Series at the beautiful Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland. Yep. You can catch The Revivalists and more as they take the stage for this event. And since you'll be at Renaissance at Colony at Colony Park in Ridgeland, you'll be surrounded by dining and beautiful sights and shopping and all that good stuff. So now is your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to the concert event. All you got to do is be the 16th person to text into the C Spire text line 601-879-4395 with the right word, and you'll win a family pack of four to see the Revivalists. So text into the ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. Be the 16th person to text in the word Twilight, and you'll win a four-pack. There you go, Twilight. Get you a four-pack. I You remember a couple of days ago, maybe it was yesterday, I can't remember, losing track of time here, we had the sound, little clip, from a member of the uh, Parent-Teacher Association in Virginia, who was pushing hard for critical race theory in the school district there and said that those who were fighting it and protesting critical race theory indoctrination in the schools, let them die. I think we played that, I think it was yesterday, right? Well, it uh, it turns out that the PTA Executive Committee requested and received the resignation of Ms. Michelle Leet. She served as the Vice President of Training for the Virginia PTA. I don't know what the heck that means, what they need that for. But anyhow, the PTA said they could not condone the choice of words used during this public event, which was last Thursday while we were doing the Palmer Home Radiothon. And there was, of course, caught on video. But, you know, you just wonder how sincere they are about accepting her resignation and what prompted her to do so. It is totally appropriate and the right thing to do. What she said was, 
insidious <laughs> and really just unbelievable. Let them die. And that's, that's what we've come to in this country. You don't agree with my policy positions, therefore you just got to die. Oh, but it's those conservatives, they're selfish and heartless, right? It's just so upside down. It's, it, frankly, it's maddening. Well, anyhow, I, I share that as uh, what I believe to be good news. She stepped down from the PTA. Talking earlier about, we got a winner yet? Oh, yeah, just waiting to confirm their information. Awesome. Uh, t- talking earlier about what I think is sort of a brew that is bubbling and en route to a boiling point with respect to this vaccination stuff, specifically talking about mandates, as Richard was discussing earlier, Richard Cross, about the SEC's approach sort of kind of sounds like a carrot-and-stick approach. I, I think he's right about that. Just just making it difficult if you don't uh, continue to improve the rate of vaccinations amongst uh, players on, on the teams. Making it difficult. You, if you t- have too many that that test positive and you have to forfeit a game, There's you will forfeit a game if you can't play because you don't meet the standards there and there's no makeup, no rescheduling of it. Over in France. Now, France is no bastion of conservatism by any stretch. More than 100,000 people have taken to the streets over the weekend to pre- protest President Emmanuel Macron's, his new vaccination strategy. The plan over there is to restrict access to restaurants, cafes, movie theaters, long-distance trains, and more for the unvaccinated. It just kind of feels like that's where we might be headed in this country. And I think it is going to prompt some unrest, some protesting. 100,000. 100,000 emptying into the streets in France, looking at a couple of photos of that. And they, they are decrying these policies as government overreach. And actually, they're, they're also, by the way, mad, rightfully so, because <laughs> the president actually drew parallels between the situation of the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated to that of the Jews during the Holocaust, sort of labeling the unvaccinated and ostracizing them and restricting them. And some of some of those that were non-vaccinated to sort of make a mockery of that actually wore the familiar yellow star that was used as an emblem to identify those that were imprisoned by Nazi Germany, the Nazis, uh, the Jews, as part of the Holocaust. And they shouted slogans that compared this health pass, if you will, to a Nazi-era measure. And one of the people that was complaining rather vigorously was a man named Joseph Swarzyk. He's 94. He's actually a Holocaust survivor. 
and he spoke Sunday. This is just, it's concerning, honestly, that we're sort of devolving to this level of conflict over this issue, over this matter, and, and we'll keep an eye on it and see where it goes. But it's uh, it just seems like we're getting closer to this, especially with Fauci and Walensky testifying up on the Hill today. I just don't think the vast majority of Americans are in support of reimposing these uh, really strict mask mandates, social distancing, and so forth. I'm a little concerned about that. Um, oh, so my wife just texted me to clarify. She's very learned on this matter. Said the star was not worn by the Jews that were in the concentration camps. It was worn by the Jews who were still out in society. Some were locked into ghettos. Some heard some had more freedom of movement, but that was worn on their outer clothing to let everybody know they were a Jew. Yeah, now that she said that, I, I do kind of re- remember that. Uh, she is a, a, a big history buff and is well-read on all that information, so I appreciate her texting in and clarifying that for me. Nonetheless, I, I think the comparison that's being drawn here is is that France is looking to sort of identify and and uh, group, if you will, those into a vaccinated class and an unvaccinated class and have some way to identify them as such. And those that are in the unvaccinated class would have restrictions imposed on them. And they would have something to to symbolize that, to show that, whether it's a card or whatever it might be. So how about that? That's just, I don't know. But that's in France. Like I said, Hardly a bastion of conservatism. It's not exactly a think tank for freedom and free markets whatsoever. It is often a country fairly well bathed in socialism that is pointed to by the American left as a model that we should aspire to. European socialism, right? But even as liberal as France is, they understand the barbarism of late-term abortion and outlaw it. It's true. It's a good point. And while we're on that subject, there's a, there's been a lot of, I think, rumor and information floating around about the risk of, of uh, childbearing females. And let's be clear on this show, we believe only females, biological females, are, ca- are capable of having a child. <laughs> no matter how many emojis they come out with. Right. That's, that's, we got to talk about that when we come back. You mean the beer belly emoji? The pregnant man emoji. The beer belly emoji. <laughs> Anyhow... We're taking it back, uh, even though it's not that old. Exactly. Uh, you know, I, I would recommend here on the show that any any young ladies that are childbearing ladies that are concerned about that risk, speak to your doctor, speak to your OB about that. Don't don't make that conclusion or decision based on what you see on social media. Go you'll, you'll talk to a medical professional about it. Uh, to, to get comfortable with that one way or another, please. D- don't just resolve it based on a Facebook post or two. We'll come right back. Final segment in the show before we got Mississippi Outdoors Radio coming up at 12.05. Stay with us. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601 371 1051. 
If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Attention. If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report for the Mississippi Network. I'm Bob Sullender. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia on Friday ruled in favor of environmental groups who challenged the EPA's conclusion that the renewable fuel standard levels for 2019 did not pose a danger to the habitats of endangered species. The court said the EPA violated the Endangered Species Act by not consulting with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and the National Marine Fisheries Service before setting the 2019 biofuel levels. The ruling orders the EPA to reassess the 2019 levels, but the court also rejected claims by the biofuel industry that the EPA set the 2019 levels too low and a claim by refiners that the levels were set too high. It is still not clear what impact the ruling will have, and history has shown it may not be a quick turnaround on a re-examination of the issue by the Environmental Protection Agency. For the Mississippi Network, I'm Bob Sullender. Is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation focused on insurance or agriculture? Well, the short answer is both. The family of Farm Bureau companies are proud to offer our many members various insurance products, but we were established for and remain committed to our deep farm roots and our Mississippi farm families. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Farmers can't choose the weather, trade policy, or market prices, but they can choose the most advanced dicamba with confidence. Ingenia Herbicide has the lowest volatility of all dicamba salts for more successful on-target applications, and it's straight from the dicamba experts, BASF. So make the confident choice for your soybean crop. Talk to your BASF rep or authorized retailer. Ingenia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA restricted-use pesticide. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. 
on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of a lonely street, that heartbreak hotel where I'll be. I'll be just a lonely baby. Well, I'm so lonely. The one, the only. Elvis Presley there, bumping us into this segment. All right, so lots of stuff rolling in. We got just a little bit of time left. Appreciate everybody joining the conversation. But a White House staffer and an aide to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi have tested positive for COVID after meeting with the Texas Democrat delegation who bolted their home state on a private jet slinging some brewskis headed up to D.C. So would the term super spreader of it be applicable? <laughs> Both of these folks are are um, vaccinated and don't appear to have any serious conditions. But, it, yeah, it just makes you wonder, though. I think now up to six. You know what I'm wondering about? The fact that six have tested positive of that delegation, that, that seems like an unusually high percentage relative to the rest of the population. Uh, are they vaccinated? Are, are, they, are they heeding the directions of the president, the vice president? By the way, what France is doing, they are uh, inst- instituting a health pass. Official proof of vaccination, a recent negative test, or recent COVID-19 recovery. I don't know how you do that, how you document that. It would be required to attend or enter most public events and venues. I think that'd just be a huge problem here. So if you go on the computer and type up, I got better on this date, (laughs) and sign it? I don't know. It's kind of crazy. By the way, there is a text about the uh, whether or not asking one if they've been vaccinated violates HIPAA, it doesn't, and uh, have have been through that before. Researched that. Uh, actually, was in the business of managing lots of healthcare information for customers, all of which had to be in compliance and conformance with HIPAA regulations, and and fairly familiar with that. What would be against HIPAA is if you don't have to answer the question. By the way, the business can ask you. That's not a problem. Uh, it, you, you know, if they if you came in and you had a sling on your shoulder and they said, "Hey, how'd you get hurt?" I mean, that technically would be you disclosing your personal medical information. You don't have to a- answer. If you do, however, they are required to maintain the confidentiality of that information. It's if they went out and said, "Hey, I had a customer come through tonight, and it's so and so. Here's a picture of them. By the way, they haven't been vaccinated." That would be a violation of HIPAA. The mere asking of that information and disclosure thereof between parties is not. So just wanted to clarify that. Uh, So this is the, according to Larry and Jackson, the concern, I I agree with him, the epitome of new division of classes coming to a town near you. And I, I just, I hope, I pray it doesn't come to this. I I'm concerned about that. Ryan in Madison says, so how hard is it to make a fake vaccination card? I asked my mom to see hers. It looks like something I can make in five minutes. Uh, I don't think the card that you have from receiving the vaccination is that which would be used as proof of vaccination. What would happen is, since the 
the state public health um, systems maintain and have that information, uh, I think what you're going to see is some sort of digital form of that provided to you. That's what I believe. So we shall see. So they email you the ship, the slip of paper. I mean, says. I'm not saying it's not possible for someone to to counterfeit it, but I can also say that there are electronic systems that are more than capable of administering such a program in, in a way that would be pretty dang hard to counterfeit. And I can also imagine that counterfeiting that either in digital or uh, printed hard copy form probably will carry with it, if such were to be imposed, massively stiff penalties. So it would probably not be a good idea to lie about it, honestly. Not saying people won't do it, but anyhow. Uh, be, I wouldn't even really discourage it, except if you do go to the doctor, don't don't try to give them the, the fake vaccination card. <laughs> be be upfront with your doc. Exactly. I mean, that's that's just good walking around sense with anything. You don't hide anything from your doctor. No, They're trying vo- to make you better. I agree with you. No voter ID card, no vaccination card seems only right. Uh, well, there is no voter ID card per se. Uh, it's it's an identification of who you are in Mississippi. It's a photo ID. It's the most common form of that, of course, is your driver's license, which has your photo on it. If you don't have a driver's license, there are other substitute forms that you can get. Um, I, look, I just don't want this to turn into a big uh, war. And I, I say that in, a, of course, a figurative way. But let's just say a conflict in society. we got enough conflict controversy. So, anyhow, we have reached the conclusion of Hour 2 here on the JT Show. That means coming up now, Mississippi Outdoors Radio, right after the news. Remember, we didn't do it yesterday. We rescheduled it to today. I think we got Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce, Andy Gibson, is going to join us as part of this uh, Mississippi Outdoors Radio show. Stay with us. We shall be right back. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Chris Foster. The more contagious Delta coronavirus variant is now responsible for 83% of new cases in the U.S., according to Centers for Disease Control Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky. She says vaccines are the best tool we have against the virus and any variants. We must continue to expand vaccine coverage by building trust and confidence in COVID-19 vaccines. A White House aide and an aide to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, both vaccinated, have tested positive with mild symptoms. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos is back on Earth after a short flight to space on the back of his company's New Shepard rocket. About a 10-minute trip from liftoff to landing. On how it felt, oh my God! (laughs) My expectations were high and they were dramatically exceeded. Bezos was joined by his brother, also Wally Funk, 82 years old. She went through private astronaut training in the 60s and an 18-year-old from the Netherlands. They're the oldest and youngest person in space. America's listening to Fox News. 
As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. When the government prints as much money as they have been over the past year, inflation is a real concern. Gulf Coast Business Council President Ashley Edwards says there's no questions the markets are reacting. You look at what happened throughout 2020, tech stocks were doing great. Uh, we saw investment uh, in, in new companies that had potential earnings that were uh, you know, years away. And with the threat of inflation, uh, we've really seen a pullback in, in those areas of the market. In June, consumer prices rose 0.9%. Producer prices surged 1%. Both are roughly double what economists had been forecasting. As students get ready to return to the classroom, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says a large number of teachers haven't received the vaccine. Um, we don't have you know exact numbers for every school, but we do know that it's the majority. I'm Kelly Bennett. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. What does the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation do? We are a voluntary, non-governmental, non-partisan organization seeking solutions to the social economic issues impacting Mississippi farm families. Our mission is to elevate agriculture at the local, state, and national levels. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Oxford Olympian Sam Kendricks is heading to Tokyo this weekend. He wants everyone to come watch his final practice Thursday at Bobby Holcomb Field in Oxford. I will do a preliminary and a final just like I do in Tokyo. I'm going to do it with my coach for the preliminary, but I want to invite all of you to come at 7 p.m. Thursday evening, the 22nd, to Bobby Holcomb Field to watch my final practice that's emulating that final to help boost me up. I'm going to try to jump really high, and I hope you'll come share that final step-off moment with me. In an effort to get students to enroll during the pandemic, a new program was born at Bellhaven University. President Dr. Roger Parrott says it's coming back this year. We told students last summer, if you came and enrolled last fall and you stayed and graduated, we would give you a free master's degree. It went so well, we're doing it again this year. The program offering a free online master's degree applies to incoming freshmen and select transfers. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Saltwater Spirits presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance, Friday, July 30th, with the Revivalists. with Dumpster Funk plus Epic Funk Brass Band. Get tickets now at twilightms.com twilightms.com The Revivalists are coming July 30th. I wish I knew you when I was young. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Cutwater Spirits presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance this Friday with The Revivalists. with Dumpster Funk plus Epic Funk Brass Band. Get tickets now at twilightms.com twilightms.com The Revivalists are coming this Friday. I wish I knew you when I was young. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Who are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Now, Mississippi Outdoors Radio Show is on. Switched it over from yesterday to today. Had a little scheduling change. Curveball. A little curveball. All right, Adam Butler, Commissioner Andy Gibson, in the studio. What what are we talking about today? The um, we got some in- updates for us, Adam. We, we've got a we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We got a lot a lot coming up with wildlife and conservation and expo and everything like that and right around the corner right it it is it's hard to believe it we're already mid-july that, yep. that like I, I when i think about that that you know my, my kids are going to be starting back to school here in a couple of weeks <laughs> the year is halfway over it just it doesn't make sense gerard you're still uh euphoric from the mississippi state bulldogs well, national hey, championship look, and right know, around the corner you is being uh, an football. Old, i didn't want to address it you know <laughs> with you being an old miss fan yeah but we haven't seen one another since my alma mater became I the know. national champion so yes congratulations I, uh, so well uh, yeah congratulations is uh, certainly appropriate and you know i've had uh hey dad and lots of other folks on we've discussed it at length and uh along my route from my house here to the studio there is a house that sits in a fairly large field and he he bales a big roll of hay and keeps it where it points to the road and he's a very talented artist and he always paints something on the side of the hay there that's kind of appropriate for the season, mm-hmm. I'll show you the picture. He's got the flying M Mississippi State logo on it right now. <laughs> there you so go. Right there in the field. How about there you that? <laughs> but we digress. All right, so we've got, uh, we got the big show coming up. I know that. What else we got going on as far as uh, this time of year with respect to outdoor activity that we well, need to be aware we, of? Yeah, yeah, before we get into yeah. uh, what what the commissioner's here to talk about with yeah. the expo and all that's coming up with that, I do want to 
uh, mention a couple of things that happened last week at our commission meeting, at the Wildlife okay. yeah. Commission okay. meeting. Sure. Um, one really big announcement, a um, change, little changing of the guard at the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Yeah. Uh, Colonel Steve Adcock, who was head of our law enforcement division, retired and taken over for him uh, and newly promoted to the rank of colonel is Mr. Jerry Carter. And uh, mm-hmm. so congratulations to, to Jerry on that. That's a that's a big move, and I think he's going to do really great things. Um, you know, Colonel Carter is one of those kind of guys that it, when you when you meet him, you, you can't help but like him. Uh, he always carries himself with the utmost respect and and the, uh, the 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 dignity and professionalism that comes with wearing that badge. And sure, you know, we, we don't have Major Reed with us today, but yep. I'm sure he would uh, agree that you know he has the respect of all the men, and um, that's a that's a really big move there. Uh, but I think the the law enforcement bureau is going to be in great hands going forward with that. But that was. Uh, that was made official, I guess, at the commission meeting with the pinning of the, the Colonel Eagle and, and all that. Yep. So that was a, a really, a really big thing that happened. Um, also, our commission f- for the last several years has been recognizing Mississippians who have had large impacts on conservation, and they recognized Mr. Will Primos. They were the plan had been to do this a, a, a while back, and uh, COVID and some different things had kind of. Uh, pushed it back a little bit but uh you know i probably our listeners don't have to tell who will primos is and what he has done for uh outdoor recreation and you know really putting a good name out there for our home state in in the hunting industry i mean there's probably no one larger and more well known than will in in the hunting industry as a whole and you know him being a mississippian certainly gives us a good reputation so the commission absolutely um you know took a took a, a, a very deserved time out of their normal business to to recognize him and all that he's done agree so um one other uh we have one other change i didn't want to put out there regarding turkey season uh so we're right now in the proposal phase of making some amendments to turkey season where next year for non-residents we're going to do a, a basically a draw for non-residents on all public lands mm. in the state. So uh, we've seen our non-resident license sales during turkey season double the last couple of years, and Mississippi's going to be in a unique position next spring where we're going to be, you know, basically the only state open for a period of time. And so mm. w- rather than letting that pot boil over, uh, we've taken some actions, or it's in the proposal phase, to sort of Put a put a limit on that where we're keeping those license sales more in in tune with what they've historically been rather than uh, you know what they've what they've been the last two years. So several big things happened last week. One of our uh, listeners on the ceasefire text line says the baby turkeys and deer fawns are out. I'm seeing a lot of them. Well, they're wet. They're, <laughs> hey, they're out. They're wet. They are wet. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a monsoon around here. Yeah. We were talking in the in the mm. waiting room out there. I, I read something yesterday in the news that we've already had uh, most of the state has already had a normal annual amount mm. of rainfall already through July. So what That's we would normally way. get in a year, we've had in seven months so far. That rain has been coming down at, at every day at, at our place, and it's uh, you know you wonder when it's going to stop, but it's here. And like you said, everything is wet and soaked wet. Yeah. Certainly. Uh, raining when you guys came in, right, here across the state. I saw a band kind of stretching across the uh, the width of the state 
I can't remember right about the last time we've had like three straight days of sunshine without rain and sunshine. It's been months, I, bet. I know, yeah. really. Is. So how, how does that? What can we expect? How does that affect upcoming uh, seasons? Well, um, probably. Not, maybe I'll let I'll let uh, Commissioner Gibson weigh. It may not be a good thing for farmers trying to work in the fields, but for for a lot of our wildlife species, it, it's kind of a mixed bag. Depends. Okay. Depends. Okay. Yeah, I know we talked about that last time, yeah. Commissioner. Well, we've had you know we've had devastating flooding again this year in Mississippi in the North Delta, and r- up there uh, I was in the Delta yesterday. Farmers are trying to replant the the floods, uh, the flooded lands that they had uh, back in in June, and so not on my way back in the in the central part of the Delta, I saw cornfields were drying up, getting ready for harvest, and they got you know eight inches of water in the field. It's it's very wet. It's going to complicate harvest. Uh, on the other hand, grass is growing, <laughs> uh, trees are growing. There's a lot of water in the in the environment out there, and uh, it's it's going to be a mixed bag. Yeah, yeah, you you know that's one thing I guess I just kind of notice around the area. The trees are all green and full, and they're certainly not stressed as sometimes we see during this time of year when we experience uh, prolonged droughts. You start mm-hmm. to see the mm-hmm. trees dropping leaves, turning brown, stressing. We're not having that problem whatsoever, so. Uh, maybe that'll end sometime. All right, what about uh, what's going on with respect to fishing and fishing season that's kind of in relatively full swing right now? We talked about that some last week. Uh, some some big crappie being harvested. Right. Yeah. Well, this is at that time of the summer, you know, where they you know they they go deep on you, so you've got to you've got to use some. Um, specific tactics to, to hone in on on the fish this time of year. Of course, with this much rain, you know, it, it's a little different, maybe a little different story for, for folks having to deal with it. Um, but, you know, it's just, this this summer is a unique one, and it's going to be a mixed bag for wildlife. I know, you know, Chris McDonald's here yep. in the studio with us, former deer biologist with our agency, yep. and uh, when you have a really wet summer like this, you can expect the deer to do really well. You actually see hmm. antler growth and, and things like really? that are improved usually, assuming we don't hit a drought here in the next little bit, but long-range forecast doesn't look like that. Yeah, mm. If it continues like it is, it ought to be a really good deer season. Uh, yeah. Deer are thriving right now, so fawns are on the ground and everything's green and lush right now, so looking good. Well, I dodged two big bucks a couple of days ago, mm. literally not far <laughs> from here in Ridgeland, in, in a relatively populated area, just came flying across a, a two-lane road I was on. I mean, like big racks on them, so... Probably. Going from one woods to another, of course. You Probably know. nobody messing with them. Mm-hmm. See, is that here. what it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did want to report that our swan out at Annandale seems to be healing well, moving around. Remember I told you about that? Kind of had a bum wing. Yeah. Few, yeah, I yeah. do remember that. And we... Uh, we just kind of let it go, and it seems to have healed on its own. So, so no more, uh, no more snakes. I remember the last time I was here, you were you were having some some run-ins with some snakes. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, there haven't. I have not had any more encounters with any Mister No Shoulders there, right by the door into the locker room. But I can assure you, every time I walk down that path, I look very carefully before I approach that <laughs> door. And now that the whole membership knows, they're doing the same. They're all on the lookout. It's just a. Um, it's a very fertile habitat, out right? There. And I'm sure that all, all the water's probably got them pushed up a little bit. It's exactly further right. away from the the pond and exactly the swamp what, than they normally would be. Uh, you start to see them up in the riprap and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, right, right. Yeah. All right, we're going to step aside and take a, a break right here. When we come back, Commissioner, you're going to talk us uh, talk to us about the expo. I am looking forward to it. All right, stay with us. We got Commissioner Andy Gibson coming back. 
with that discussion right here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. 
can text the JT Show, 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now, here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. We got Adam Butler, Commissioner Andy Gibson, and Chris McDonald in the studio. All right, Commissioner, the Expo coming yeah, up. We are really excited. It's kind of the next big thing in, in my world. It's uh, Friday, August the 6th, and Saturday the 7th, and Sunday the 8th at the new Mississippi Trademark. And, in fact, the whole fairgrounds will be wrapped up with everything about the Mississippi Great Outdoors. Uh, you can get all the details at MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. And uh, what I'm excited about is this is a wildlife show that, you know, we're going to have 60,000 square feet of vendors and equipment, guns, clothing, everything you want to find. And it brings together the world of Mississippi wildlife and agriculture. We're, we're calling it the Ag and Outdoor Expo because that's exactly what it is. Farmers are the original conservationists, and it was the partnership of, uh, with the conservation practices that the Wildlife Department brought to bear that really took Mississippi, for example, from having no white-tailed deer in the 1930s, 40s, 50s, to where we are today, where we have an overabundant supply. And the farmers, you know, were part of that process. So this is a time we're going to get to celebrate uh, the work that farmers do, of course, with the Wildlife Department and supporting all the programs of the Foundation for Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, which I'm really excited about. Um, we've been working on this now for some time. And uh, when you come to this expo, you're going to find really the largest wildlife outdoor show in Mississippi under one roof for sure. Uh, we just finished the new trademark last year. We've reno fully renovated the Coliseum. We're going to be having a concert Saturday night with Tyler Farr and a couple of the Mississippi natives, Adam Doliak from Hattiesburg. He's got a big hit out right now, country music. Hannah Everhart of Canton, the uh, American Idol contestant. Uh, Hannah is a great singer and then Corey Smith and that's Saturday you can get your tickets now at ticketmaster.com so uh, your tickets are you know between 20 and 65 dollars that's Saturday August the 7th and we encourage you to come spend a day at the expo and enjoy a great country music concert with just fantastic up-and-coming artists um, and you'll get to see everything we've been doing at the fairgrounds which my vision is and has been to make the fairgrounds great again uh, not not like it used to be but better than it used to be and that's the, the trajectory we're headed um, expo ticket prices uh, admission adults twelve dollars children uh, six to fifteen six dollars uh, every child under five is free and it's on Friday, August 6th. I'm really excited because we want to reach our young people. Every child uh, 15 and under is free. So, uh, you know, one of the problems we have in Mississippi is we need more hunters. We have such abundant wildlife. Mm. We need this next generation to get on board. And I'm really proud of the work the Foundation for Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks does with youth 
youth events, outreach events. They sponsor the AIM Sporting Competition, the uh, archery, which is the fastest growing sport in the state of Mississippi. We have kids, uh, I think it's uh, uh, several thousand children from, from hundreds of schools, and they'll be having the AIMS competition at the Equine Center during this expo. So we're bringing together everything agriculture and wildlife in one place. Uh, I got to thank Southern Ag Credit for being our lead sponsor on this. Uh, we've got a lot of other great sponsors. I'll be talking about them in the days ahead. But in addition to the wildlife experience and the the, uh, the uh, learning and the education and outreach that we're doing, there's fun. Uh, we've got, as I mentioned, the scholarship tournament, AIMS scholarship, is Saturday, August 7th in the renovated Kirk Fordyce Center. Uh, at the fairgrounds, we've got the Axe Women Loggers of Maine. What a show! Mm. You, you, you want to come see these women now? They, they get serious with these axes. The Mississippi Loggers Association, who's also a sponsor, uh, another example Mississippi forestry and wildlife, they go hand in hand. They've got a skitter stimulator, a simulator on site that you'll get to experience the Fetch and Fish Dog Show, Petting Zoo, uh, sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. And you can get your picture taken with all the logging equipment, the tractors that'll be there, et cetera. You're, what are you going to find at the expo? You're going to find agricultural products and services. We'll talk about conservation techniques, hunting products and services, fishing products, uh, services, worldwide guides and outfitters, ATVs, UTVs, tractor and power equipment, the whole gamut. And and I got to say this in the brand new Mississippi trademark. I'm so proud of that. Last year, when the world shut down, we didn't shut down the Department of Agriculture. We kept going. We unleashed those crews and said, y'all, finish this trademark, finish the renovations in the Coliseum. And the net result of that was, by not stopping, we've got ahead of schedule, and when things begin to open back up, we're ready to have business as usual and better than ever, like the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo. So I want to personally invite everybody out there if you're a, a hunter, a fisherman, uh, if you love the outdoors, camping, hiking, whatever it may be, our farmers, uh, all of us, let's come together and support the foundation. And when we do that, we're supporting their mission to make sure we make Mississippi wildlife the best it can be and keep these young people in our state plugged in to the great outdoors. Uh, Commissioner, thanks for that great uh, update and overview. So the, the um, trademark. It was in need. It was in disrepair. It was oh, yeah. definitely in need of renovation. I haven't been into the new one. I think last time I was in it was for the governor's inauguration. That was the old one. It's gone. We tore okay. it down. Okay. It, it disappeared. It's uh, we'll be paving that as a parking lot now. So I want you, Gerard. Okay. I want to see you there, All August sixth. Right. Okay, you come and we're gonna. I'll give you the grand tour of the new trademark. It's something every Mississippian can be proud of. It's first, awesome. first class, state of the art. Well, that's good to hear. And every piece of wood in that center, the trademark center, is Mississippi-raised, Mississippi-crafted, and uh, we're proud of our second-largest industry in the state, forestry. Yeah. It's on display. All the woodwork you'll see in the trademark. It's beautiful, if I do say so myself. Proud of Mississippi. That is totally awesome. So of the exhibitors, uh, we have some several coming from out of state as well, right? We have uh, both in-state and so many out-of-state. This is a truly a world-class expo we're going to have. And so anybody, I expect we'll have people from multiple states who will attend this from uh, all, you know, all around the southeast. Uh, I know we have vendors from all around the southeast. And when you come in, you're going to have a brand-new facility. Facility. 
uh, state-of-the-art, and we'll have all the, the great food. Food sponsored by the Mississippi Beef Council. We're going to be cooking and serving some great Mississippi beef brisket, uh, country-pleasing sausage, the best sausage in the world right there from Florence, Mississippi. And also the Mississippi Poultry Association has sponsored our chicken meals that we'll be having there and concessions and other great seafood, uh, cooking, and uh, whatever you want to find, you're going to find it at the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo. Uh, wow. Good food, good fellowship, good uh, supporting the great outdoors and hunting and fishing in Mississippi. And it, it's a good, uh, in, in terms of economic impact, the event itself is positive in that respect as well. We put, Yeah, absolutely. This will generate uh, every, every event that we have. And we do host the largest events in the state of Mississippi. We have the largest event in the state fair. Yeah. We have the largest rodeo in the southeast. In fact, the largest one east of the Mississippi River in February, the Dixie National. And we believe this event is going to become the largest, it already is, the largest wildlife show in Mississippi. And it's going to grow uh, as we as we kick this off. I think this will be our, really our third uh, premiere event and there's no better partnership than Mississippi agriculture and wildlife they go they go perfectly hand in hand to support conservation when we have good farm practices we have good habitat we have good habitat we have good wildlife and uh, our farmers are out there every day taking the steps that they need to take to make sure Mississippi land is both productive and a good habitat for our abundant wildlife we're proud of that yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Commissioner Frump, uh, just speaking about economic matters as it relates to the agriculture industry, which of course is, I believe, represents uh, 38, 39 percent of our total yep. GDP output. Agriculture is the number one industry in the state of Mississippi. It's also the number one employer. Last year we had record production, $8 billion, just a farm gate value, and it's growing. So uh, we have the best farmers, best land. It's a winning combination. During this uh, sort of uh, post-pandemic era where lots of commodities are in short supply, and that includes labor, how are they doing on that front? Hurting. Uh, agriculture is hurting with the labor shortage, the workforce shortage. It's not a new thing for agriculture. Right. This is an issue farmers have been dealing with for a, a decade now, but it, the pandemic has made it worse. Getting people willing to come to work uh, when there are other options for them, like staying at home, drawing a check. Yeah. The greatest shortage we have is none of these commodities, but the greatest shortage is a workforce shortage, and people need to get back to work. Yeah. That's my message. Absolutely. Uh, all right, it's time for a break here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio. When we come back, we got more discussion with the commissioner and the folks from Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Stay with us. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601 371 1051. 601 371 1051. 
Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Buckle your chin straps because football is right around the corner and that means SEC Media Days. Join the boys of Sports Talk Mississippi Live July the 19th through the 22nd as they break down all the SEC teams and coaches for 2021. Interviews, insights, and much, much more with Sports Talk Mississippi from SEC Media Days. Sports Talk Mississippi Live at SEC Media Days is brought to you by our friends at Colony Wine Bistro, Prassel Lumber, Pinnacle Motors, Tico Steakhouse, and Baroni's Tree Pros. New Care MD is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports here on Super Talk Jackson. For healthcare the way it should be, visit NewCareMD.com. That's NewCareMD.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. When the government prints as much money as they have been over the past year, inflation is a real concern. Gulf Coast Business Council President Ashley Edwards says there's no questions the markets are reacting. You look at what happened throughout 2020, tech stocks were doing great. Uh, We saw investment uh, in in new companies that had potential earnings that were, uh, you know, years away. And with the threat of inflation, Uh, We've really seen a pullback in in those areas of the market. In June, consumer prices rose 0.9%. Producer prices surged 1%. Both are roughly double what economists had been forecasting. As students get ready to return to the classroom, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says a large number of teachers haven't received the vaccine. Um, We don't have, you know, exact numbers for every school, but we do know that it's the majority. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, what I said. slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at seaspirebusiness.com. The Mississippi State Medical Association presents the Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala. Celebrate the COVID-19 champions who have worked tirelessly over the past year to serve the people of Mississippi. With nominees that include small, nonprofit and corporate businesses, education, community and military leaders, as well as healthcare professionals. The Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala presented by the Mississippi State Medical Association on August 14th at 7.30 p.m. at the Jackson Convention Center. To get tickets or become a sponsor, go to msmaonline.com slash when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi, you become part of a statewide community, a community of knowledgeable, engaged, enlightened, well-informed, hardworking men and women just like you, all eager to see the Magnolia State grow and prosper. There may be some disagreement on how to get there, but the goal remains the same, for each Mississippian to reach their American dream. Thanks for listening and being a part of the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi. I noted we got Tuesday's music instead of Mississippi Outdoors radio music because of the flipping of the day. So each week on Mississippi Outdoors radio, we feature one of the great state parks across the state of Mississippi. This week it's John W. Kyle State Park, located on the Sardis Reservoir, just one hour from Memphis. The park offers a wide array of recreational opportunities in an area abundant in natural beauty. John Kyle is just 25 miles from the historic campus of the University of Mississippi, making this the perfect spot to spend a sports weekend. John Kyle offers 200 RV campsites and 20 cabins. There's also fishing, boating, golf, picnicking, and a ballroom that will accommodate up to 96 people for banquets, weddings, and family reunions. You can make a reservation by visiting our website at www.mdwfp. Dot com or calling 1-800-467-2757, or you can call the park direct at 662-487-1345. K. Nix is the manager there. You can purchase an annual park permit for $50. That gives you access to all the state parks for a year. I can uh, absolutely attest to the fact that it is a beautiful facility. Spent many hours there when I was a student. Uh, up at Ole Miss, playing football on the side of the levee there, touch football, and uh, little fishing and uh, boating in the lake. It's beautiful, and the cabins are great. It's just really a, a fine facility, and up there on the hill as you approach it, looking down is really a cool view as well. So that's uh, John W. Kyle State Park up at uh, Sardis Lake there in North Mississippi. Also got to give a shout-out to my daughter. So, Commissioner, you said uh, earlier about how fast the sport of archery is yeah. growing. 
and she is a, a teacher in the public schools at Ridgeland Public School. She has informed me via text that she has been assigned to coaching archery this year as All part of right. her duty. So it's, it's, it is becoming a very popular sport. It's, it's, like I said, it's the most, it's the fastest growing sport in the state of Mississippi. My son is in the archery program, and he loves it. And uh, it's a great opportunity, boys and girls, to get out there and compete. And, yeah. Uh, the foundation grants scholarships. It's, it's a great program. And it's something anybody can do. Yeah, anybody. Yeah, so it's really really cool. All right, so, uh, Commissioner, uh, perhaps you could share some of your personal experience with uh, conservation yeah. uh, as as a farmer and yeah. uh, and certainly an outdoors person. So tell us about that. Absolutely. You know, uh, my dream as a boy was to move back to our family farm outside of Braxton, Mississippi, and live on the farm. And I did that when I was 18 years old. I always grew up going to the farm. Uh, as a boy and working on the farm, but I wanted to live there. So yeah. since I was 18, that's what I've done. And, uh, uh, you know, I, as I mentioned earlier, farmers really are the original conservationists. Now, I raise uh, beef cattle and timber, uh, um, pine and hardwoods. So you take that combination right there, and that is a perfect example of how uh, agricultural production and wildlife conservation management go hand in hand. Good practices for raising beef cattle or uh, any cattle in the pasture, it, uh, that, those practices go right into supporting the wildlife population. For example, uh, in our pasture, I plant a cover crop in the fall of, of a clover. And that clover is actually a natural fertilizer. It puts nitrogen in the ground and makes the pasture more productive for the, for the cattle operation. But it also is a great feeding for our wildlife. Wildlife, deer and turkey love it. Uh, that's just one simple example. Uh, we have two ponds on our farm. There, the one of them is what we call the cow pond, and that's where the cows go and drink uh, from time to time. And my son uh, Benjamin is 15 years old. He has a passion for fishing and hunting hmm. like nobody I've ever known. I mean, I, don't, uh, I, I have a passion for it, but he's got he's out the out the top, <laughs> and he has devoted his uh, summer last summer and this one to improving fish habitat. So he's putting fish structures. In, making sure it's fertilized properly, uh, and fighting invasive species. Listen, there, Mississippi has the best growing conditions for any agricultural product uh, commodity, but we also have the best growing conditions for any invasive species, mm. weeds, uh, algae, whatever it may be. So proper pond management, uh, habitat management. You know, we, we raise uh, timber in our forest land. And then we have open spots, and uh, wildlife like to feel safe. So one of the easy practices, by the way, you can find a lot of these. You don't have to be a participant in the USDA NRCS, a Natural Resource Conservation Service program, but you can find all of them on their website at nrcs.usda.gov, and you can put these into practice. So I have buffer zones where uh, wildlife walking out of the woods. We have a lot of woods on our place. But they don't want to walk from the woods into an open field. They want to have transition. So you've got some cover there. You've got some taller grasses. We're planting, uh, have been planting this summer, uh, native warm season grasses like big blue stem that gets six or eight feet tall. So uh, deer, for example, walking out of the woods. Chris McDonald here is our, our our wildlife expert at the Department of Agriculture and Commerce. He's a wildlife biologist, and he knows a lot more than this than I do. But, uh, you know, who told me that they want to feel that security, not just walking out in open pasture or field, but our, our deer plot. They want to walk into that transitional cover place. And then uh, managing timber. 
you've got to manage timber or it will get disease and die and burn up like they do in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, people out there don't want us to cut our trees. You have to manage timber for it to be healthy. In the same way, you have to harvest wildlife for the population to be healthy. So when you harvest your timber, and uh, you, you do so thoughtfully, you cut lanes, and you know they, they like to travel in those lanes. So making it suitable, you, you're farming at the same time as you're creating a great wildlife habitat to the point Practically all the hunting I do, uh, and I do hunt all over the place, but most of the hunting I do and my family is right on our farm, right mm. just right mm. across the, the road or right in the backyard practically. Um, so we we do that. And, and then in the same t- token, at the Department of Agriculture, we fight, as I mentioned, invasive species. We have three big programs going right now uh, that we are really actively promoting and for any landowner out there that would like to participate, check it out at our website, mdac.ms.gov we've got the Kogan grass program, all of these that I'm about to mention are invasive non-native species that do not provide either good cover or or forage or any benefit for wildlife, but Kogan grass is one, it's an Asian uh, grass that's proliferated all over the state we have a program to fight that with the proper chemical, and we, we send somebody out to your place to teach you how to do it. You can apply online. Uh, Tala trees, also known as popcorn trees, they are so invasive and destructive to not only uh, uh, pasture lands. I've got them all over my pasture right now. These popcorn trees, how did they get to America? Somebody in China packed them in shipping material, packing, and it came here in a box, and now we've got popcorn trees everywhere. They're wonderful for honey. You know, the bees love them, but you don't need them everywhere, and they pop up in the pasture, so we fight those, and they, they pop up and destroy uh, timber habitat as well. And then, of course, we've just started, and I want to thank the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks for their support uh, with our the first ever in the country uh, wild hog control program administered by the Department of Agriculture. And we're having some good success with that. And uh, that's a uh, non-native invasive species, good for nothing, wild hogs, disease-ridden, destroying all of our farmland habitat. And we don't need to study it anymore. We need to kill them. And that's what we've been doing at the Department of Agriculture with the great help and support and leadership of Chris McDonald here uh, today. So those are some things that we do uh, all of which benefit agriculture and wildlife at the same time. And so, uh, Commissioner, you guys are going to be at the expo, right, coming up uh, here in a couple of weeks, yeah. where you're going to be providing additional information about these programs and, and, and promoting this, uh, trying to harvest the hogs. Absolutely. Not only the hogs, we'll have the information about your Kogan grass and popcorn tree problems and and uh, we'll also have uh, folks there that will give you some good advice. I know the department will, too, wildlife. Okay. Uh, and, and we're working to have this information I mentioned from USDA that are just kind of best practices for land management. They're not just best practices for land management on the farm. They actually are good uh, conservation practices uh, at your hunting club or wherever you're, you're hunting at. So, um, you know. All of this is about getting more people plugged into the great outdoors. We want to bring up that next generation of hunters and fishermen and women and uh, keep the uh, the youth of our state plugged in as we do through archery into hunting and fishing and all the great outdoor sports. So, Adam, I think the the one takeaway I've certainly gotten out of, out of the show today, and I think many in our audience is uh, just how effectively 
and and uh, I guess how deeply the two organizations do uh, collaborate. Absolutely, and it and it makes perfect sense because you know as the commissioner pointed out, you know agriculture and wildlife conservation go hand in hand, yeah. and they always have. A lot of the early knowledge that we learned about wildlife conservation really came from agriculture and forestry and it was adapted to suit sort of wildlife conservation uh, needs so they go hand in hand and they always have and they always will we'll continue that discussion uh, after the break and also talk about the mississippi outdoors tv schedule and we got a deer bow hunt amberjack and red snapper fishing to talk about got a couple of questions here we'll get in the next segment too from members of the audience stay with us we'll be right back mississippi outdoors radio From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and thunderstorms likely, high near 86. Tonight, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 70 degrees. Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms in the forecast, partly sunny, high near 89. And for your Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, mostly sunny, high near 89. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. You know, when reality sets in and you hear those words, we're moving, creates lots of emotions. Gallo here, been there, done that. No matter the reasons, you want two things, don't you? Sell it for the highest price and sell it as fast as possible. Lee Garland, the Garland Group of EXP Realty, they've got it down to a science of success. From professional agents with thousands of active buyers to a Garland Group guarantee to sell your home quickly and for the top dollar. Just ask Bob and Sharon who heard the words, we're moving. They called and the Garland Group of EXP Realty went to work with an explosive marketing campaign, including a professionally produced virtual tour. Their home sold in just days and for $2,500 over the list price. Lee Garland gives you the options like instant cash offer with no showings, no repairs or hassles, just cash. So after you utter the words, we're moving, call my friend Lee Garland and the Garland Group of EXP Realty. 601-983-1130. And check them out online at LeeWillBuyIt.com. That's LeeWillBuyIt.com. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. 
If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today. As a farmer, I, I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show on this Tuesday. The panel in the studio, including Commissioner Andy Gibson. So we, we had a listener that said this is the best show ever we've had Great. on Mississippi that's, Outdoors that's, Radio. That is strong right there, Gerard. You need to come back more. Best I, show I'll ever. be glad to. I'll come back any time at the drop of a hat. Well, absolutely. So <laughs> figuratively and literally. So... Um, <laughs> the uh, I, it has been informative, and again, I, I think the greatest takeaway for me, and I, I suspect this uh, applies to our audience as well, is is just how effectively the organizations do integrate and uh, collaborate, and that's important because you make a great point, Commissioner, that farmers are our greatest conservationists. I mean, they have to be. It's a matter of survival for them. That's right. We we have to be, and part of that is harvesting uh, the the crop, just as you do in the agriculture world. There's a crop of wildlife to harvest keep, to keep it healthy. Yeah. And you've got to fight those threats, and one of those is that invasive Good for nothing, wild hog that we see in all eighty-two counties. <laughs> he doesn't like them very much. I, don't I get, like I get them. it. Only good hog I is think a dead hog. That's He's very been, passionate about it. It's been established, and, and it's also accurate to say that when we invest in the conservation of uh, of our lands and our waterways and and our great environment and outdoors, we're we're investing. We're not only investing in our future; we're protecting it. 
We are. You know, we, we're blessed as a state. The Lord has blessed us with so many abundant natural resources. That, like I said before, the, literally, uh, I travel the world to promote Mississippi, and I tell people all over this globe, Mississippi has the best soil, the best farmers, and the best environment, and uh, we want to protect that, not just for us, but for the next generation and for the grandkids and great-grandkids. And, and by the way, we need more of them to, to come and get on board, and we want more young people to experience yeah. hunting and fishing. Yeah. And and this is this is an area also I, I feel where uh the public sector government and the private sector can truly work together uh to, to for the betterment of our state. No, no question. Doubt. No doubt about it. It's uh it's something we we all need to be a part of and it it's good for everybody, good for the economy. Wildlife is a huge part of Mississippi's economy is you know, a lot of money is spent for folks getting ready to hunt and get ready to fish. But uh, if, if I may, just a quick point or two about this wild hog control program. That's something that we went to the legislature two years ago, or no, last year. Time flies when you're having fun. Just last year, uh, we went and the legislature approved this program for our agency to uh, work with private farmers and foresters on private agriculture and forestry lands. That's the scope. We, we don't do anything on public lands. We work with farmers on private lands, and we provide technical assistance on locating and trapping these invasive wild hogs. We provide a smart trap for the farmer's use. Chris McDonald helped us get this thing off the ground, and one of the first things we realized is we needed that permit from MDWFP for a, 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 for a baiting, baiting these hogs. you got to get hogs coming to the corn. And then we can set up our trap, and they'll walk in there, and you can get, like we did the other night, 27 at one time. I mean, that's that's the effective way to control this nuisance. And I want to thank Chris for, for what the work he's done. I'm going to ask him to say something to some about the tricks and that we've learned over the last year that we've been doing this now. Uh, we'll soon have caught a 1,000 hogs in just a few days. We'll reach that first threshold. And, uh, again, it's not us. We're just teaching the farmers what to do, and it's the private sector that gets the job done and tends to the problem. So uh, the next application period for this program, we'll bring a trap to your place, uh, teach you how to use it, tie it to your smartphone, or use one of these net traps where you don't have cell coverage, and we'll help you uh, catch those hogs. The opening application period is uh, July 26th, and it will close Monday, August the 9th. And uh, we encourage you to get with your neighbors because these hogs move everywhere. They go all over. The, they're not staying on the back 40, all right? They're going all over, wherever they want to go, the creek bottom. So you get with your neighbors, and they'll submit, if you can, you several hundred acres, uh, preferably a 1,000 acres. Uh, you can do a joint application for that so we can put the traps where the hogs are. And if Chris will just take just a minute and tell us some of the things. Uh, Chris, wildlife biologist, wild hog killing expert. We got just about a minute. Go okay. ahead, Chris. I don't know about the expert part, but the uh, biggest thing is we're teaching people how to do this. And when we leave the property, they have the knowledge to continue uh, the trapping techniques required to do. Uh, the two biggest problems that we're seeing so far is the lack of patience on <laughs> person trapping. you got to be patient. And the lack of preconditioning, pre-baiting to get got these it. hogs in the area. But uh, get it done. I will make a, a plug that we do have a job opening right now. So uh, sign up. Uh, we uh, that, job that about ten seconds. Applied uh, closes July uh, 
the 22nd, go to the Personnel State Board. There you go. And come see us at the Ag and Outdoor Expo. You got it. That's a wrap. Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Rhino and I are back in the studio tomorrow on the JT Show. Stay safe. God bless, everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.